You are listening to Talking Star Wars. This is Alex, and thank you for joining Connor and I for part two of the first section of our Missed Opportunities episodes, this one talking about Finn. But with Finn, kind of the same way as Phasmid, do you feel like Finn's character arc in the first two installments of the sequel trilogy are effective? Do they work in showing him starting to leave one cause for another cause? So I like that they show Finn as competent. To start, and he's a good viewpoint character because he doesn't know anything outside the first order. Mm-hmm. Um, and he adapts quickly. He has a crisis of conscience and then comes back. Mm-hmm. Though I think the crisis of conscience was a little too easily resolved in the Force Awakens. They because, get rid of that in the fan edit that way. Yeah, where he like leaves, but then circumstances outside his control force him to things. So then he makes a choice, but then is not forced to live with the consequences of it, mm-hmm. which is something that sequel trilogy struggles with in general. Yes. Um, but generally in the Force Awakens, I like him. I like his immediate rapport with Poe. Mm-hmm. I like their whole exchange inside that stolen Tie Fighter is perfect, um, and showing his competence with the weapons on that, and making him mm-hmm. an immediate partner with Poe is great, and then meeting Ray and immediately befriending her. I-, I think he's by far the most gregarious and friendly character. Mm-hmm. He's almost like Poe and Ray would not get along very well no. just by themselves, and they don't in the Rise of Skywalker, which was uh, one brave decision for them to make. I don't think they stuck with it. No, but, but I thought yeah. they, they never make Poe and Ray friends. They're both friends with Finn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Finn is tired of both of them at that point, yeah. but is still close with them. Uh, so he has a relationship um, with Poe, which I would argue should have turned romantic. But Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's you... It's like... They kept, you choose to keep Rose Tico? I mean, you. Uh, it's so hard to, like, try to, like, manage to improve some things without just entirely unwinding the yeah. movie. So we, we, don't have to, we don't have to, like, say how exactly we change it, but let's yeah. say, so let's go movie by movie. So Finn in The mm-hmm. Force Awakens, he does have a recognizable character arc. He makes mm-hmm. the brave mm-hmm. and dangerous decision to leave the First Order after having yeah. a crisis of conscience and not refusing to kill civilians. And he knows he's already been on probation. His days are numbered. As soon as Phasma inspects his weapon, he's mm-hmm. going to be either knocked out of citation or put sent back to conditioning. Yeah. Um, which he knows what will happen to him then. So he uses his First Order training, his gunnery ability, and his skills to help himself and Poe escape. But at this point, he's in it for himself. Um, gets him to a TIE fighter, leaves, gets shot down, befriends Ray. He needs to get away from the First Order mm-hmm. and away from Jakku, so he takes whatever capabilities he can. And, you know, he does it well. He doesn't screw around over when doing so, mm-hmm. but he is in it for himself. Yeah, and he masquerades as a member of the Resistance to get in with Ray, who eventually, you know, they get in with Han Solo and Chewie. And Han can see right through Scoundrel because, you know, Scoundrel does what a Scoundrel does best. Yeah, his relationship with Han Solo was great because I think Finn is idealistic and Han Solo has not a single bone of idealism mm-hmm. left in him. Mm-hmm. But- Nor has he ever. It's always just been the, the cynical and uh, he, he just helps to dish the reality. Yeah. So I think seeing Finn more as a stormtrooper would have helped. Mm-hmm. We're going to add a little bit of runtime to the Force Awakens because mm-hmm. we get him being called a traitor and being attacked by a member of his former unit on at Maskanada's castle, but it doesn't really have a lot of weight to it. The shot of him with the lightsaber was great, mm-hmm. but I mean, I will say this: in the Force Awakens, he has an arc. He eventually admits he risks his life for Rey mm-hmm. specifically, not for the Resistance, but for Rey. He faces off against Kylo Ren with a lightsaber he doesn't know how to use, mm-hmm. and he gets knocked into a coma and mortally wounded for Rey. And that's where we pick up in The Last Jedi, where he wants to go right back to Ray to warn them, the First Order is coming, we've got to leave, we need to stay away. 
whereas Ray has already, I think, bought into the cause part mm-hmm. uh, of the resistance, which fits her character very well. Mm-hmm. But it was a weird decision to separate Poe. They, they were separated for the whole story, right? Poe and Finn do not reunite until the very end of The mm-hmm. Last Jedi. Everyone is separate. And that's, uh, yeah, just a very bizarre decision for a second installment, which it's it's bizarre. Like, Poe Dameron was supposed to die. And J.J. Abrams kept him alive. And so now they need to give Poe Dameron a story in, this, in The Last Jedi. So that's where you, you know, decide, can you take some focus and have Poe and Finn just go to Canto Bite together. Structurally, does that work? Can it work? Can you allow what's going on with the the Resistance and their last ship fleeing the Supremacy? Can you allow that to happen? Well, and I, and I think we have, to, we have to acknowledge that I think there was some racist decision-making with the character of Finn as the first, other than Lando, primary black character mm-hmm. in a major Star Wars movie in that he was prominent and well-received in The Force Awakens, as that movie was generally well-received. And there was um, a positive dynamic between him and Poe, mm-hmm. and I think Disney freaked out, and they immediately separated him and Poe for the entire movie and yeah. gave him a female love interest immediately mm-hmm. who was not white. Yeah. Because they separated him from Ray, who was a white woman he might have had mm-hmm. a romantic relationship with, and from Poe, who was another man that he might have had. You had a close friendship yeah. with e- either either one. For some reason, that freaked people out. So it's like, no, we're going to cast a non-white actress in a new role, make him a love interest for Poe, which is a disservice to everyone involved. And let's say Rose is there. Finn and Poe are not together. We still get to see a, a pretty decent progression of Finn understanding kind of who are we, who was I fighting against as the First Order? Who was I allied with as part of the First Order? Who am I allying myself with as part of the Resistance? Because part of Canto Bight is that they are weapons brokers and war profiteers that benefit from both sides of the conflict between First Order and Resistance. So it's a very murky gray area. But you have this this, this lesson at the end where Finn is going to sacrifice himself to prevent the... First order to use the the Death Star technology from entering the last Rebel base, and uh, Rose saves him because uh, you can't sacrifice a life to save other lives. That's I think the message they're trying to communicate, and then they share a very awkward kiss, which they could turn into it's awkward because he loves Ray, or it's awkward because he loves Poe, but they didn't do anything. Yeah, so. I think Finn's sacrifice, especially if he managed to save the base, would have been great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Rose sacrificing us to save him. I think the message Rose was trying to deliver was confused. Yeah. I'm not sure what the message was trying to be. I think if it's trying to portray Rose is traumatized by having lost her sister mm-hmm. two days ago mm-hmm. and now has this rapport with Finn. Um, but yeah, I mean, her preventing someone from sacrificing themselves to save other people is inconsistent philosophically with the rest of the movie mm-hmm. where Luke Skywalker sacrifices himself to save everyone else. Yeah. I think we've come across a crux of having to change a major part of <laughs> this movie in order yeah, to, so, so, so first of all, we mm-hmm. haven't really talked about Finn. So we talked about the last Jedi Yeah, and the fact, so yeah, at least Finn has a recognizable character arc in seven and eight and mm-hmm. seven. He learns that he abandons his previous regime mm-hmm. and learns how to care about other people and trust them. Those yeah. two people are Poe. And Ray. Mm-hmm. 
And then by the end of the eighth movie, however it happened, he does buy into the ethos of the resistance to the point he's willing to sacrifice his life for them. But even without Ray present at all, Mm -hmm. um, he will sacrifice himself to save the resistance. Then we get to the rise of Skywalker and the rise of Skywalker doesn't know what to do with anybody, but Ray and Kylo. And hardly knows what to do with them. It does some cool stuff with them, but let's Mm -hmm. just focus on, let's focus on Finn. Um, they, they set up the, the briefest, briefest hint that one, Finn has a secret and two, it's that he's force sensitive because we see that everyone's lives are in peril and he has to tell Ray something. What would he have to tell Ray? There are two things that he might have to tell Ray. I love you. I am a Jedi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or both. Yeah. But, and it's weird because we see at the end of the last Jedi, the child casually using the force to grab the broom, mm-hmm. and it's a great moment. It's one of yeah. the most subtle moments in the movie, and a movie mm-hmm. not filled with much subtlety. <laughs> but, so, if, like, if we see Finn subtly using the force, because there's a lot of opportunities where he's exposed to a lot of people using the force in that movie, mm-hmm. but he never. It's like, and what is the what is the clues? Does he like have precognition? As we've established in previous episodes, mm-hmm. this is usually the first talent that is portrayed by young force sensitives. He has a feeling. He feels that one of these uh, final order. Star Cruisers has the the jimmies that he needs. He he senses that that is the ship. Yeah, even if in the last shot he had like like they needed to break in somewhere. It's like mm-hmm. how do we find the hacker? It's like wait, I think there's someone down the hall. Mm-hmm. So something like that. But I think they chickened out mm-hmm. on deciding what to do with Finn. They're like, oh, but will we sure that can we sell a Finn <laughs> Jedi yeah, um, right. action figure? And we don't have a lightsaber to give him, whatever. So they don't do anything with Finn. They give Poe a weird subplot with the Spice Runners of Kamiji, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that later. So Finn doesn't have a lot to do other than be Ray's sidekick in The Rise yeah. of Skywalker. There's a glimmer of him joining a fellow rogue stormtrooper. But again, like with most things with his stormtrooper past, there's not a lot of trauma displayed mm-hmm. by Finn, and there's not a lot of having to come to terms with yeah. his history that Finn displays that you think he should have. And, and it also feels like a hacked way to introduce, oh, the first replacement love interest we gave Finn did not test well. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, find another. The, let's find a black woman to have Finn potentially be romantically yeah. interested in. She might be Lando's daughter. Uh, I was doing jazz hands while I said that. Yeah, the, the jazz hands were as sarcastic jazz hands you've ever seen. Very unenthusiastic. My thought was he's wandering. He has personal connections. He joins another ideology. He needs not just follow, but he needs to lead. and He needs to not just follow a symbol, but he needs to become a symbol. He needs to, like, become a standout and not, like, a, that's the true message where if, we, if we're going to have Rey be intrinsically tied to the previous series, then Finn needs to be our character who is special without being a Kenobi. He's an abducted orphan who mm-hmm. um, then rose to become either, a, like, Leilando, a general of the Resistance. Um, yeah, like, having him step up to take mm-hmm. Leia's place would have been great. Like maybe mm-hmm. she, like she's mm-hmm. like okay. Poe is now admiral of our space forces, and Finn is now leader of our ground forces. Mm-hmm. Um, admiral Akbar, no, he died. Yeah, Never mind. yeah. Everyone else is dead. That's why it's those two because mm-hmm. they're not actually my first choices. They're not. They're not right. great. But <laughs> yeah, but they're who's left, and that goes well with the last Jedi as well, where we we don't have a whole lot left in order to bolster our forces, um, and if they had allowed it. I, I don't think that they should have resurrected Leia 
in the Rise of Skywalker. If if they had to cobble a performance together from deleted scenes from an entirely different movie, I don't think that's very respectful to the actor or the character. No, ha- having her die off screen from her complications of her space trip mm-hmm. would have been much more respectful than what they did with Carrie Fisher. Or many uh, missed opportunity to get rid of Admiral Holdo and make that Leia. Yeah, but again, they did not know that Carrie Fisher was terminally ill True. at the time they filmed that. Carrie Fisher, I think, was and Leia was supposed to have a much more prominent role mm-hmm. in the Rise of Skywalker than she died. Right. Which I think might be why that half of the movie feels much less put together than the Ray and Kylo half of the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, which, for whatever you say about it, tells a linear, understandable story between two people who are in love and hate each other mm-hmm. and are intrinsically tied to each other and have to overcome obstacles together. <laughs> that sounds like a Harrison Ford's just <laughs> relationship with Star Wars in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? So if we're going to talk about the missed opportunities with Finn, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to remember what does he actually do in the Rise of Skywalker? He uh, they he, go to that. They go to the. I don't know if it's Endor or if it's one of the moons of Endor where he meets Janna and uh, gets a group of horses to ride a. Star Destroyer in open space. Yeah, and he helps them escape when they're captured. He help, He goes to help reprogram. In C-3PO. open space. No, they were still in the upper atmosphere. They had no problems breathing. They had no apparatus. I'm not, I'm not defending the scene. <laughs> I am attempting to reconcile the scene. But that's what he does. He, he, he takes along until he rides a space horse on a Star Destroyer that he senses is the right Star Destroyer. That either Finn should have sensed what the Force mm-hmm. or Phasma should have given up, as we've established. But imagine you have this final order, uh, terrifying a nightmare fleet with crimson troops, death troops, Sith troopers, Sith troopers, that's what they're called. What does the First Order feel? You know, are they just going to ally themselves with this death cult? Or are they going to be a little bristled when they're, uh, what do they call those? The marionettes, the Emperor marionette? Because he's on strings, and the Palpatine's on strings. You can just call him the clone. The clone. Okay. He's a, he's a puppet. Well, the, the, the evil emperor clone, as established <laughs> in earlier episodes. Yeah. So it's just one one option. What if there's a group of uh, of uh, First Order Imperials, of Stormtroopers, who don't want to bend the knee to a Sith? Well, personally, I think that the Final Order just should have been part of the First Order in mm-hmm. general, and there should have been their secret reserve. Mm-hmm. You only needed like 10 or 15 of them to be mm-hmm. threatening. The fact that there were hundreds was. And then, you, oh, if we destroy the telemetry tower, they can't escape. And what if they were actually not Star Destroyers, but it didn't say that Palpatine built those ships, he conjured them. So what if they're just these like big, bulky, just... He assembled them with the Force, and they're all like mismatched rubble. Well, personally, I would have liked to have used the Star Forge as it appeared in the Knights of the Old Republic yeah. and have that have been the secret of Exegol. But that's more on Alex imagines what could potentially happen if you were willing to make parts of the Knights of the Old Republic canon. So you do have your own head canon that you, you entertain. Well, I would like that's, that's what I would like to have happened would be yes, Palpatine discovered this, the, the Star Forge, which allows the rapid construction of ships. Though it still needed human crews. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the whole, like, oh, they all have super weapons. It's like, you don't even... I'm tired of super lasers. We mm-hmm. did that in episode 
Seven. You don't the strongest need, part yeah. of eight was that we didn't have a super weapon in that movie. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like, oh, now we're back to all these Star Destroyers, it's the escalation is a problem. Yes. Yeah. And that's why the Mandalorian is so popular. Like, the stakes in that are, does Din get Grogu back? And I'm more invested in that than I am in the giant fleet. Mm-hmm. They're free to destroy a telemetry tower. They can't. And then a ragtag bunch of ships somehow navigate the unknown regions. Unless you make a movie like Rogue One where it's all about how do you stop the super weapon from being built. Correct, yeah. You could do a whole thing about like gathering guerrilla groups and things that then come and attack the fleet of Exegol. But as it was, it was meant to, it was focusing more on its, mm-hmm. how do we have the events fit the theme, then build a theme based off of the events as they transpire. Phasma has such a clean thread where you can just pull and like bring her back into the story. And but then, with and Finn, it's like, with giving him something to do, you need to give him something to work against, which the Rise of Skywalker did not awesomely do. So I think one way you could improve Finn is just to have her accompany Rey to the Star Destroyer, to the Death Star, mm-hmm. and she sees the they both receive force visions. We're not, you mean we're, he? Yeah, he accompanies Rey. Yeah, gotcha. And then they both receive force visions. Um, Finn of himself as a Jedi, and Rey who's worried about falling to the dark side mm-hmm. as a Sith, and then they and then we even have we even have canonical occurrences of that kind of split yeah. vision thing happening in Rebels when Kane and Jarrus mm-hmm. and Ezra both visit a Jedi temple together. They see different things and are led along different paths. And that could narratively be where they split in the story, where Rey has to go off to confront Kylo, mm-hmm. and uh, Finn can't go with her. He needs to be a Jedi and stop. Yeah, the first does he order. discover a lightsaber there? Or, I mean, this is how kyber crystals call the people. Mm-hmm. Does he, like, assemble his first lightsaber? There's something cool like that. Or does Rose help him build the lightsaber to give Rose something to do? Does he need one? Can he have one at the end? No. I think, yeah, I think he doesn't it's, actually need one. I'm just thinking of ways yeah. in which to make it over, because it would be cool for Finn to have a lightsaber. But Ray was supposed to have a double-sided blue lightsaber in the uh, Colin Trevorrow script. So... Uh, you know how yes. Skywalker breaks into two? Yep. She makes a double-sided blue lightsaber. That could break into two, and she would have one for herself, one for Finn. Uh, otherwise, how does Leia's lightsaber come into play? Luke gives it to... Uh, she gives, it, she gives yeah. it to Rey. Luke gives it to Rey after... Uh, who who has Luke's lightsaber at that point? Doesn't Kylo get it at that point and uses that to fight off... No, no, see, because Ray uses their dyad force ability yeah. to pass it to him to fight off. When she's cornered by Palpatine, she passes it to Kylo mm-hmm. so he can defeat the Knights of Red and come save her from evil clone Emperor Palpatine. So she's just willy-nilly, he's got two lightsabers. Yeah, but she never uses Leia's. So they can just fucking throw one at Finn it's with how complicated the writing is. Yeah, just give, <laughs> give Leia's lightsaber to Finn yeah. and call it, even though that's not how lightsabers are supposed to work, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be this bond with the Tiber crystal yeah. and all that. Well, Luke uses Anakin's for a movie before he builds his own. Yeah, but then it's supposed to be a mark of him becoming a real mm-hmm. Jedi that he builds his own lightsaber and right. his own Tiber crystal. So I think there's not a lot of ways you can fix Finn easily without having yeah. fixed some other parts of the movie, but I think we can definitely agree that there was some cool stuff done with Finn. He's an ex-Stormtrooper, mm-hmm. yeah. first black mm-hmm. actor cast in the sequel trilogy. Um, he has a great rapport with the other two leads. Mm-hmm. We truly believe that he is both best friends with Poe and Ray and has chemistry with both. He's the glue that binds them together yeah. too and then they the, don't have the chemistry. And then in the, which is fine. I like the fact, I mean... Um, that they don't get along. The fact that, you know, Leia and Han and Luke all liked each other and had, mm-hmm. but had still had their squabbles was part of the best things about that. Yeah. Uh, 
but some tension between a primary thing where Ray, who's super idealistic, and Poe, who's more jaded, not seeing eye to eye is perfect. Mm-hmm. But then I think starting with the decision to split him away from the group, you would have to do a lot of different stuff with Finn to make him a more viable character, whether mm-hmm. that be doing something different with Rose, establishing a clear relationship with either Poe or Ray, or making him a Jedi earlier. Yeah, I say the uh, the easiest way to do it without totally rewriting everything is to keep everything up until force or up through last jedi then uh, he's not with rose because there's definitely something awkward there you uh, allow him to be a leader you allow him to be a jedi and uh, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of uh, like uh it seems like a very platonic love between him and ray where they have found one another as as partners more so than uh, love interests but their their dynamic reminds me of han and mm-hmm. luke by the time of the return of the jedi where they're hugging yeah. and dressing each other and cracking jokes and they're for each other whereas honestly i do see chemistry between the characters of finn and poe yeah and i think they i think if disney was braver mm-hmm. they would have let them um explore a relationship yeah keep that jacket looks better out yeah i mean look at look at the chemistry there and do you have a boyfriend a cute boyfriend that's what finn says to ray you know what you know he's looking for a cute boyfriend that's been us ladies and gentlemen i don't think that's an easy band-aid that we can put on finn as a character but it's 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 close yeah and again we're not trying to invalidate the character's sexuality i just think that disney was afraid to give character sexuality at all in the sequel trilogy. And I'm not trying to invalidate a movie. I just think that The Rise of Skywalker is one of the most disappointing pieces of trash, and I could have done better. So, Well, I'm not going to go quite as far as Connor, but that is at least our thoughts on the missed opportunities of Captain Phasma and Finn. Uh, join us next time for yeah. our next topic. I think it'll be fun to work on a couple different of these characters and then kind of return once we've gone through the characters and take a look at the trilogy as a whole. Yeah, I think for our next character spotlight, it will be more positive portrayal and talking about the Sisyphus of Star Wars, Darth Maul. Later, later. We've been talking Star Wars. We'll see you sometime soon in a galaxy right here.